Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful Friday, I think. I don't even know what fucking day it is. That's kind of how the holidays are going. <laughs> but it's, it's Friday, December 31st. What? What? <laughs> Hold on, guys. My wife's bitching at me. Oh what? <laughs> And got, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard, <laughs> Carl is calling in today. So he, he's leaving us. He's not here. He doesn't love us. You know, um, uh, he had some obligations. <laughs> I know, right? He had some family obligations. So he is calling in, though. He's lead, leading the charge, leading the charge as it is. And, and you know, I'm going to say again, I, I still have Carl's uh, Christmas card at the bar right now in memory of you, Carl, because we just miss you so damn much. And come back, come back and see. I know, guys. Well, I, I miss you too. But before we get started, you know, I do want to do our introductions. You know, we, we, I'm, I'm disappointed that I'm not there in the booth with you guys. I really miss you guys. It's been two episodes. I think that's the longest it's ever been for me, anyway. But you know, we got, we got Josh, never home but always repping Bailey, and then we also have Tyler. He's, he's the biggest asshole on campus, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I kind of I minced that to what, uh, what I thought was more appropriate. Oh, my what, God. What did, you, what did you name him on the text chain? That no, we had? I, he, he Big, was... Biggest alpha on campus. Biggest... Was Kim Mulkey because I told him at the like way back when during the summer uh, that Kim Mulkey was the biggest alpha on campus, and that's and he was quoting me <laughs> whenever they won yesterday. I thought I thought he was saying that you were the biggest alpha. I mean, on I'll take I'll take it, you know. But no, no, no. Carl, I like what you did. He's the biggest, biggest asshole, asshole on campus. On campus, I think that's more more fitting and appropriate. Definitely a lot more appropriate. I don't disagree. Well, good. I'm glad. So this is this is episode 26, I believe. It is, man. 26. Uh, before we get too much into it, I kind of wanted to go over some of our sponsors for our episode. Um, for this episode, it's Restore FX. Restore FX is restoring all signs of aging on your car's paint, where you can hit the reset button on your vehicle's finish. Uh, if you need a new paint job or something like that, don't do that. Go check them out first. They do exterior restoration, ceramic coating, headlight restoration, plastic restoration, and paint chip repair. Uh, I saw on their Instagram they actually had a Maserati roll through there. So if it's good enough for a Maserati, it's probably good enough for your uh, 2014 Ford. Fancy. But you could definitely follow them on Instagram. It's Restore FX Lafayette. Restore is spelled R-E-S-T-O-R-F-X Lafayette. They're at 132 Banks Avenue in Lafayette. You can give them a call at 337-849-5707. This episode is also brought to you by Cypress Civil and Development. They do any kind of site prep that you're looking for, whether for your home or business. Limestone driveways, hydro seeding and mulching, bush hogging, tree clearing, digging ponds and ditches, house pads, and grading leveling. I know these guys personally. They're good friends of mine. Give them a call. Um... Check them out. They're here in Youngsville. Thank God for our sponsors so we can afford the beer that we drink every single podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I missed I miss two rounds of tequila shots, man. Dude, uh, you're pretty, missing out, bro. I, I'm pretty Bo- bummed about that. Bobby is a lot like me, well, a lot like all of us, bitching about the size of the shots. Like, dude, the shot they gave so, us last week was, that was absurd. Who, who, I, uh, look, let's not say any names. I think... The way they're supposed to do it. So they asked if they wanted if I wanted it chilled, and I said yes. And so, uh, from my understanding, and, and please, somebody will have to correct me if I'm wrong, but a chilled tequila shot should not be tequila mixed with water. I'm sorry, tequila and ice, right? Shake it and then pour it. Like that's that's a tequila and water. What they're supposed to do is take the ice and what like in water right and then shake it pour it in the shot glass to make the shot glass code pour that out and then fix the tequila does that make sense or no yeah so i think they did the opposite they did tequila in ice which watered it down i don't have a problem with that (laughs) i do because it was i mean it was nicer tequila it was good it was very actually really pretty smooth right dude so i think that's why it was such a big 
big shot. The biggest. That was the biggest shot I've ever seen here. We had to like gulp. We had to gulp. Oh, dude, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. I swear, y'all, y'all are like eighty-year-old men complaining that your shot is too big. No, you see, know what I mean? Like, so, so this is where I disagree with you. So you're not doing me a favor if you give me a shot too big, or like if you make me a drink too strong. That's to me. That's not doing a favor. Like that's making something unbearable. That's just how I feel. Like I. I just I don't I don't want a huge shot. I want a shot. That's that's what I want. Yep. I'm literally asking for a shot, not for two. I'm asking believe, for one. I believe a shot is an ounce, right? I don't so have a clue. So I don't should care. have an ounce. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling you facts. J- just like if I'm, if I'm, I'm gonna complain for a second. Yeah, please. I don't want my beer. I don't want the beer falling off the end of the cup. I don't want it. Like overfill. I don't. Overfill. I don't want it. I'd, I'd rather be not all the way to the top. Mm. I don't. I don't, I don't like off. it. Get off my lawn. I, that's fine. You can you can say whatever. That's how I feel about it. Because one thing I really I'm gonna dislike, spill, I'm gonna spill it everywhere. I don't like sticky. I don't like mm. things to be sticky. Okay. And is that, so is that what she said? Anyway, I don't like things to be sticky, and I just I don't I don't like that. Like I would rather it be not all the way to the top. You know, I don't disagree, and it's not because I'm particular about it, um, or if I care about sticky. It's because I'm going to spill it. Right. Like it's going to happen. Then you feel like an idiot. Or you yes. look like an idiot. And then I got to clean it up. And now you're the person who spilled on the floor. And you, okay. And what is, when you think about people who spill they're drinks. They're drunk. They're drunk. Right. Right. It's embarrassing. And now I look like a fucking idiot. Yep. Well, that's, anyway. That's, <laughs> that's nothing. You do, you, that's, do a, you do a good enough job of that on your own. Job. Well, well, I kind of yeah. like set you guys up for that. I didn't mean yeah. to, but I did. No, no, but you said exactly what I was thinking. I just wouldn't say it because I don't want something so far. <laughs> Carl, so, so is, is it, do you feel like, is there a little bit of, like, I don't know, FOMO, like fear of missing out of what's going on with you, man? The past two weeks you've been yeah, out. Absolutely. I mean, you know, being able to put on my white headphones <laughs> and, and be able to spit a little, a little bullshit. I'm going to, you uh, know, I've, uh, I've missed that. Yeah, I'm going to take a selfie literally right now with my phone. And he just likes taking selfies. No, I do not. Because I'm going to. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to send it to you, Carl, because literally right now, because I want you to see that I have your white headphones on. Okay, so from from here on out, if I'm not going to be there, those white headphones will not be in the bag. <laughs> but I, what I will do is, what is what's your least favorite color? Uh, probably like blue. Blue, really? Yep. That's that's a random ass not. No, it's like my favorite color, but me. <laughs> I think that's everybody's favorite. No, color. I, I figured that you were gonna try to set me up with something bad, so I was gonna tell you what I really like. Do, do y'all like green? I do like green. I don't. Why not? I don't. Well, look, at my, look at my shorts. Well, I mean, I, I just I don't. My whole life, my whole life, I always wore red. So See, you I didn't. Don't, I don't you, like red. But you didn't wear green. Think about where I, I went like, to school. Oh, Central. So you don't you didn't wear green. Oh so I'm not right. a green guy. Yeah, but you don't like grass? <laughs> I'm talking about what <laughs> What kind of fucking question is oh that? Oh my god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we all just got a little bit dumber here. I told somebody I mean, earlier in the bar they were like, Yeah, you know, it's I mean, I see you've been drinking a little bit more. I'm like, Yeah, no, probably not any different than what I've been and he's like yeah you know it's kind of a part of life in South Louisiana I was like yeah I'd re- I would agree upon that I was like you know the downfall is I feel like I have a lot less brain cells now that I'm like 31 than what I did at like 21 so I'm like I think the alcohol over time has taken a, a negative toll yeah that, that it tends to do that uh, Tyler why are you yeah. death staring T- Carl Tyler is death staring me right now like I just like I'm I'm, I'm in I'm genuinely intimidated right now but, well, number one that's a good thing number two I'm, I'm just I'm concerned just for people that that people are listening to this. Like that is that is concerning. What what is concerning? You just asked me if I like grass. Oh, we're going back to that. <laughs> I thought we were gonna. No. Okay, hold on. We all know I like grass. Okay. <laughs> Common sense. You don't like green. What things are green? Therefore, you don't like that. This is correlative data that I'm using. Where, from where? I don't. My brain. What are you talking about, dude? This ain't this ain't uh, gym statistics right now. You know what I mean? Where you know you calculate how many male, female, how old or young. You just ask the guy if he like grass because he didn't. <laughs> he doesn't like the color green. Like I, I think I think he thinks he's still in the airplane right now. Like he does, he doesn't know what's going on. He he doesn't have a home. You know what I mean? I do have a home. Do I you? you? I just got a vehicle. I think. 
Uh, you, you don't. You never hear. You I know, am here. You know, you I've know. been here for the past week. I am yeah. leaving on Sunday. Yeah, but, of course. Well, of course. So that's why I asked you guys to do it today. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys for allowing mm-hmm. me to be on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we change our schedule for you, but you can't change your schedule for us. Uh, okay. What do you mean? No, duly, duly noted. You know what? You, you want a rant? Here's a rant for you, JB. Oh the Saints play at 325 on Sunday. So we could have been here oh, during the Saints game. And bitching and complaining about how Taysom Hill can't throw the ball, okay, on air. But, no, we all got to make – you know, because JB's got to go somewhere else, right, to go be a part of his next FBI operation, right? <laughs> like, be a part of his gigolo situation. Like – Got to go please some clients, man. This is, this is crazy, man. Well, now – This is crazy. Well, no, now I feel like an asshole. You should. I know. Well, obviously. Well, the shoe fits. <laughs> Wear it. Yeah, <laughs> My shoes fit pretty well, too. Yeah, well, that is, you're probably running them out. <laughs> Turo for shoes. <laughs> oh, we, we should literally invent that. Oh, here we no, go. One, no, one no, day no. rental of shoes. Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, Nobody ho- wants to put their old stinky feet where you put your old stinky feet. Hold on. What about vehicles? You do some crazy stuff in vehicles. I don't know what you're doing in cars, <laughs> no, but I'm good. <laughs> what is, I feel like you, that's just a call out. I don't know. I don't know. But think. Like Airbnb, Turo, yeah. I would say sneakers, rentals. Let's, yeah. let's make a business of no. renting out sneakers. No, no, nah, people are weird about where they put their feet. So, but. so are you? Are you willing to rent out your underwear? Is that the next thing? Is that the next thing for you? If they're washed, dude, that's, he does that. He does that now. What are you talking? He about? doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not wear yeah, underwear? That's what you said. That's what, Damn, that's what you posted on straight. IG. <laughs> I just straight G. outed him on, 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 on air. <laughs> oh my god! So there, there's so many comments I could make, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back. You know, last episode, and I posted this rant. Just I thought it was a really good rant. I posted it on IG. 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 Um, but I cursed a lot, and I was like, man, my mom listens to this. Uh, it was the very end of the podcast too, but I went on a rant about how people should not be lazy and get off their ass, but. I was like, man, I curse a little bit too much. So, Carl, I'm so glad you're back. So you can be the person who curses and not me. Well, you know, I'm going to keep it pretty PG. Uh, i got kids running around here, you know. Like that matters. Uh, <laughs> it does. It does. I'm offended, you know. Uh, I, try, I try and wash my tongue around my children. Uh, my wife, not so much, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the bus that just passed by. <laughs> Just, uh, hey, just hey, Carl, to... can you just, yeah. while we're live, well, I guess we're not live, but we're, we're recording, can you tell Katie she cannot be on the podcast? I just want to see her. Hey. Is she close to you? Yeah, she's close to me. Yeah, tell Katie, her. you cannot be on the podcast. She asked me if you want her to hate you. Is oh, that no. what the end goal is? No, here? never, never. I just wanted to see what her comment was going to be towards me because I feel like she was going to rip my head off. She probably will next yeah. time we see you, which will be in like three weeks or so. Oh my god! <laughs> well, he, 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 I think he's actually moving. So I am not moving. He's moving to Naperville or whatever the hell, hell they live. Look, it's going to be ne- uh, Sunday night. The low is negative two. Good. I hope it hurts. You're going back to you're going back to Chicago. I am. I hope it hurts. You know, it will hurt. It's about like a like a winter storm. How are you gonna get there? Your flight's get, your flight's getting. No, I'm driving. 17 hours, baby. Let's Ladies and go. gentlemen, we have now reached a new low of stupid. <laughs> featuring Joshua Bailey. Wait, Wait you, did, you, you didn't know you, Carl was coming with me? Oh, that's good, too. There? Wait, what's that? Weren't you just there? Yeah. You're driving? Yeah, I'm going to drive there because I have to be back on the 9th for uh, a christening. And uh, I didn't want to risk it with all like the flights being delayed or whatnot. So, so he's just gonna drive through this, <laughs> drive through this. So, so they, they don't have airplanes. Okay, I was just no, the, the flights yeah. have been canceled no, because no, of no, uh, COVID people, people being sick. So, okay. 17 hours, baby. Oh Let's God. go. Are that's, you ready? That's that's gonna be fun. So I'm gonna drive. Yeah, I'm gonna drive. Well, it's it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna snow. Uh, um, I'm gonna be in Chicago on Monday, so I'll miss the the storm that's passing through. Because um, I'm gonna stay like probably outside of St. Louis for uh, for a night. So yeah, well, Carl, I, I feel like you should be proud of me that I'm driving, and not flying. I mean, look, I I, I like it, I dig it, you know. Um, I like to drive me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so 
it's not going to hurt for me to spend a little bit more time around those around those gyms too. So it's probably, it's it's kind of a win a win win. Yeah, but dude, I just joined your gyms, right? Yeah, and like, let's go. You promised me that we were going to get fucking massive. Okay, so you got how ripped am I off. Get, how am I going to get fucking massive if you're not around, bro? You got ripped off. I'll I'll be back on Sunday. You got ripped off. Let's let's start. Or no, you you need to start ASAP. Because Damn, bro, what you trying to say? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, meaning that you're paying for a membership, so I want you to start ASAP. Um, but no, when I come back, let's let's get it. Let's do it. All right, We're Tyler, go- you in on this? We're getting fucking massive. Ty- Tyler had to take his headphones off for a second. So, oh. Ty- he said, well, uh, Tyler, he said, are you in on this? We're gonna get fucking massive. No, because I'm not gonna fall for this bullshit. What do you mean? JB's <laughs> never here. When I'm in town, we will work out. Okay. And as guys, long as we can make the time work. Well, what time can you go work out? Uh, that, that's a discussion we'll have off air. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to get it. Let's go. Commitment. Okay. okay. It's new year, new year, new me. Nah, I got to do something. 2022. Now this is gonna be the same me, just maybe a little <laughs> bit better. <you laughs> know? Ever since I moved in around you assholes, man, drink way too much. Wait, hold nah, on. Oh, Wait, hold God. on. It's Carl, I don't know if you what? know this. Tyler actually invited me to his house. Yeah, he's done it like $6,000. No. He just never go. No, I actually went. It was awesome. So thank you oh, for... Oh, you went? Yeah, I did. What, yeah. what day was it? Oh, no, this was uh, Monday night. Yeah, I drank way too much. Yeah. So, Tyler, thank you for the hospitality, man. Yeah. It was a great. It was great. Wait, hold on. I got I to gotta give Brady a shout out. I, so, number one, I walk in, and he's so excited to show, show me his room, right? And he has a pretty kick-ass room. If I was a little boy his age, I'd be like, damn, this, this thing is nice. And, uh, you know... It's a baseball theme, so his bed looks like a dugout. Um, he has like this rug that's like gr- looks like grass, which Tyler doesn't like because it's green. Here we go. And <laughs> well, but he, he also has a, um, a a toy weed eater. And dude, I loved it so much. So he shows me his room, and he has like a weed eater, and he's like cutting the grass. You know, I'm like I love it, love it, love it. And then we we're sitting in the living room watching the game, and he's literally edging y'all living room rug <laughs> with the weed. Eater. So th- I think this answer is that I do nice. like grass. I guess you do. Yeah, yeah you, you do. Yeah. Jackass. <laughs> Go back to Chicago. I mean, he grew up around a baseball field, and, you know, that duty responsibility falls on the coaches in high school, you know? Yeah, it does. I don't know what you're going to do not having to worry about that anymore. I don't really want to talk about it. It's, it's something that I'm, I'm going to have to get a therapist for. Yeah, I'm about to say a little bit of an issue, right? Yeah, a little bit you of an issue. You can't. You can no longer skip half of the day of school to just go cut the grass, you know? Yeah. So what, that didn't happen. Do? That didn't happen. Uh, I don't know. I you wish know? it did. He's trying to, he's trying to, hot, he's trying to keep, keep this on the DL, Carl. We can't put this publicly out there. Unfortunately, that. it didn't oh. happen. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But th- seriously, thank you for the hospitality. It was it was a great no, time. It was, it was just good that you finally came. Yeah, no, it was good. In a beautiful house, by the way. And and he and he, he got there late, just in case you're wondering. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> but it's I did not te- surprising whatsoever. No, but I texted you. I let you know. When but I was but going. but here's the deal. Okay, so let's let's just stop the chit chat here. Okay, the Saints on Monday. Yes. Okay. All right. God bless. So people want to shit on Ian Book. All right. Once again, I'm taking up for a quarterback. All right. It didn't matter who played quarterback in that game. It, it it had it it did not matter. Number one, they were on their what six and seven tackles in the game, which don't even get me started on Toronto Armstead. I'll save that for when we get to the off season when I want to talk about how I want to trade his piece of shit ass. But anyway, all right. Say, man, you really feel? No, that was me being real nice. All right, biggest game of the year in this guy. Anyway, so you only six and seven tackles. You have no receiving threat whatsoever. The Dolphins are very well coached. Um, on defense, it was just a perfect storm, man. Like, we all knew where that was headed. The Saints needed a pick six like the Dolphins got, you know, off the tip pass. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, did he play great? No. But, I mean, he's also a guy that's been on the practice squad um, at quarterback. I don't – It it was quite literally the worst opportunity for him to succeed yeah. that he'll probably ever have. Yeah. I mean, ever. Yeah. Now, I did, I did see an interesting t- statistic come up on uh, – Either ESPN or something oh, on Instagram. I already know what you're going to say. 0-24. Oh, yeah. What is that? 0-24 is the record of Notre Dame quarterbacks that have started a game over the last, I don't know, however many yep. years. Wow. So, granted, I, I feel like in this particular instance, it should be with an asterisk 
because of the situation that he was dealing with. But an L's an L. It is what it is. You know, it was it was hard to watch. Um, yeah. And I kind of found some humor in you talk about the tackles and stuff. Uh, they mentioned it on the broadcast. Uh, they're like, man, they they signed these guys yesterday to the practice squad and activated them today. Like, I don't even know these guys' names. And he's calling this guy, uh, I think he was a tackle, Murphy. He kept calling him Murray. And I was like, yeah, that's 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 about right. I don't know who that dude is either. You that, know? That's how much prep work they had to actually, like, compensate it was they just got brought on from practice to, to real. Yeah, and Sean Payton, I mean, Sean Payton was saying, hey, guys, in getting pads before the game oh on Monday. Gosh, really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, it was just not a good situation. The NFL told him from the very beginning it didn't matter. They were playing, although other teams had their games pushed back the week before. Here's what's crazy. People were like, well, it wouldn't have made a difference if you to push it back a day. So, actually, it would have because the 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 whole NFL um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Their whole um, – Like guidelines. Guidelines. That's it. My bad. Um, changed with the CDC from 10 days to five days. Right. So, they would have had like five other guys available the next day. The next day, they had all those guys back. So okay. you're talking about Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, and so like yeah, you don't want to you don't want to punch the Dolphins. I understand that, but you punish those other teams the week before, like it's part of it. Whatever they lost. Okay, moving forward, they probably won't win out because Taysom Hill is going to play quarterback. But <laughs> if they do, guys, I like I firmly believe they're going to make the playoffs. I firmly believe if the Saints if they win out, if the Saints win the next two games, I firmly believe they're going to make the playoffs and then lose their first playoff game. But I firmly believe they're going to make the playoffs. But that's that's like what what goes back to something I said kind of I guess after five, it was when they started tanking, right? Yeah. And it was like, what's the purpose? You know what I'm saying? What's the purpose of squeezing into the playoffs? You know, um, just to say that you did it because you know, realistically, you have zero shot. Okay. Uh, I mean, zero shot. Okay, but let me ask you this: What's their record right now? Seven, is it seven and eight? Seven, seven and eight. Okay. Your pick in the draft is not going to be a huge difference between going nine and eight and going seven and nine. I mean, I guess I guess there'll be a, a few spots one way or the other. Seven, My, seven and ten is uh, what they could do. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, seventeen games, whatever. But like, you're at that point in the middle. Of, like, to me, you're in the worst possible situation, right? So, if you're going to be in that spot, you just soon make the playoffs. The worst spot to be in the NFL is middle of the road. Right. So if you're going to be middle of the road, just soon give yourself another freaking game. What what year well, was the didn't, didn't the Giants go with uh, Eli eight and eight and then you read the my to mind. The, road to the Super Bowl and you the, read my the, mind. the bubble gum catch right nine and seven okay. nine and seven two, Sorry, nine two and different seven. times they oh, they they ended the the Patriots perfect season. Oh, I'm, right, I'm right. not saying the Saints are going to do that. There are dude, there are honestly people out there who are like if New Orleans just gets in the playoffs, they're the, they're the most scary team there. I disagree. Because Taysom Hill played quarterback. Figure, can't figure out I was offense. about to say, okay, so the difference between the, those giant teams and our Saints team now is they actually have a quarterback who can beat elite. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that yeah. Eli was elite over a long period of time. He's a Hall of Famer. But he could, he, could, he could elevate his play at certain times to where he did play as an elite quarterback. Yeah, I agree with Taysom you. Taysom Hill cannot. Um, he just can't. Ian Book, I mean, jury's out, right? But – no. Um, no, you don't. You don't think Ian you know. can play? Not this year, man. It's not fair that guy. Well, no. I mean, I honestly felt bad with the game. Like, it, it, yeah, no. He he needs to go back to doing what he was doing. Yeah, and give him some time. That's what they wanted. The he Saints looked, were trying to hide good at him. Times, yeah, the Saints were trying to hide him when the practice. That's what they do. They were trying to let him learn. I mean, any any rookie, that's what they really need to do. Right. You know, and so, the, well, but I think I think this brings up the, the the big picture of what we've been saying, or maybe just me. And that the Saints need to get a legitimate quarterback next year because I didn't go back and look at all the different Super Bowls over the years, the Super Bowl champions, because I don't care enough. But if you go back and look, okay, every Super Bowl champion has a le- like legit quarterback, right? You, I'll, I'm not saying Jameis can't win a Super Bowl, okay, but you're probably not winning a Super Bowl with Jameis. Wait, are you talking bad about Jameis? No, that's right not saying anything bad at all. <laughs> you hear this, right, Carl? I don't. I, hear it. I don't think you're winning. No, what I was telling y'all was that I thought he would be better than what y'all the credit y'all were giving him. But I don't think you're yeah. winning a Super Bowl with Jameis. 
So when people are like, oh, well, you know, you have to give up too much. Okay, that's fine. Do you want to win a Super Bowl or do you just want to win 10 games? Do you, do you want to win your pool in volleyball or do you want, or do you want to win in look, bracket play? Look, I saw, I saw the light bulb come up when you – No, when I, I've, I've been thinking about that for like two weeks. But, I mean, that's what you got to look at. Like, yeah. what do you want to be? You know, like in college football, okay, LSU fired less miles however many years ago. Do you want to go 9-3 and three and play in the – whatever bowl the citrus bowl or do you want to go win the national championship right right it's just who do you want to be and that's what you got to ask yourself and well i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna use something kind of your point against you from previous episodes okay lose those last two and increase your your uh draft pick okay even if it's from 15 to 12 you know okay and throw your name in the russell wilson sweepstakes I mean, I, how does that? How does that losing two more games and jumping up is just because you have more trade value? Well, it's yeah, it's because uh, it's a better draft pick for, for them to take. See, the the biggest thing for the Saints is that the Giants have made it known they tend they they are going to stay with their quarterback and their coach. The Giants was was what a lot of people thought was the biggest threat for get, Russell Wilson. And I'm not saying that's not still not going to happen because Russell, because uh, Daniel Jones is a trade piece they could use to um, Seattle, okay? But I, I still don't know if it's going to matter like that, if that makes any sense. I, like, guys, let's face it. The Saints aren't getting Russell Wilson, okay? It's not going to happen. Can we wish and pray? Oh, dude, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a cry about it every night, okay? <laughs> but it's not going to happen. And I'm with you, Carl. I understand exactly what you're saying. But, man, the postseason is so much more interesting when the Saints are in it. Well, and also just being, I don't know, being an athlete. I mean, I, these, these guys that obviously get paid, but do you just, how can you go in wanting to lose a game? That, like, I, I don't know. Well, if that, well, no, that's they, not a part they of my would. Team. No, he's yeah. just saying he hopes they lose. Oh, he's right. not saying the players should try to lose. Well, maybe he is, but it doesn't matter. Armstead's obviously trying to lose, but. <laughs> he's been trying to lose for years. <laughs> that, that guy <laughs> plays like five games a year. All pro, though. Yeah, all pro. Get the, when, anyway. he, when he plays, he's all pro. I he's played like, I think he's played like. More than twelve games, like once in his career. It, it always, it always, he always gets hurt down the stretch too. Nice. Um, piece of shit. Whoa. whoa I hate whoa, him, dude. Whoa. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand guys like that. You just can't count on. Like Andrews Pete, you can't count him. Everybody, get, you know, Andrews Pete's not good. Okay, and there's no doubt. Arms has a better player than him. They're hurt the same. They're hurt the same. He's hurt the same amount. Like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're always hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and. One of the biggest head scratchers is the contract that they gave Pete, you know, um, to lock him up. And it's kind of like, man, why? <laughs> that was that was unnecessary, you know. Um, not to get too into the into the weeds on that, but it, it was like we have no receivers, you know. And Drew Brees was able to make it work with no receivers, you know. Um, Did we have no but, receivers when Drew Brees left? Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees made people. Mark. Like, he, he made receivers out of those people. Okay. Marcus Colson. They didn't, yeah. They didn't, I mean, you have guys like uh, uh, Lance Moore and Devery Henderson. And, um, he couldn't was get, Payton he, around? When, who? Or Jerome Payton. Payton. I didn't know that. Uh, that, that may have been before Brees' time. But uh, just people that, you know, they picked up off the street. Kenny Stills. I mean, look at yeah. uh, a, a Jimmy Graham, who was supposed to be the next coming of the, the best tight end nice. ever. He leaves here and he can't do anything, you know? Good point. Um, he, he makes receivers out of people. We don't have a quarterback who's capable of doing that. Um, so, it's so, not Paul, on this you, roster. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Do, do you think like that's something that maybe the Saints organization just have to like get a little bit more used to simply because Breeze has been – that staple for so long and because like I'm, I'm kind of changing my literally that was a great point i'm like shit i'm i think i just got proven wrong and i'm gonna admit it but do you think that that's something even the organization needs to kind of think about like hey we had breeze and he he made receivers so the overall concept of like we got to get good receivers now because we haven't had them i think that's just not and i don't know if it's ever been a really point uh, a, a high point of emphasis for sean payton or Mickey Loomis, um, they build up the lines, um, and it always seems like for so long we've been chasing a good defense, 
they throw draft picks, they throw free agents, and this and, and all that at defense or line. And that's always the last thing to think about because you always had Drew Brees there to make somebody out of nobody, you right, know? Right. Not to take anything away from, from any of those guys that's played with Drew Brees, but, you know, your first real wide receiver is Michael Thomas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Who hasn't played and, in forever. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother thing for a whole nother day, you know? <laughs> that's off but, season. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you could take Michael Thomas and turn him into two, maybe three respectable receivers, then, you know, this could be a whole different conversation. You, you know, you brought up the Andrews Pete contract. There's only one worse contract that I can think of, and that's the Taysom Hill contract. So, in case y'all were wondering, guys, <laughs> is it Taysom there first? There we is- go. Yo, dude, there ain't no doubt in my mind. Taysom Hill is the worst North American contract in, in football in the history. It's unbelievable how bad it is. Unbelievable. Who are you competing with to pay that guy that amount of money? It's so stupid. So, do you believe in the Carl's uh, conspiracy theory then? I'm, I'm, something's got to be up. Yeah, let's say so, something. I think it. I think okay. So either that or Sean Payton's get kickbacks. Well, I think I may have chopped up the conspiracy a little bit, but it sounded good. Term, I, well, <laughs> and look, yeah, I've had time to reflect upon my, uh, you know, off the cuff opinions. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily in collusion with the NFL, but I do think that it was it was made in an effort to keep Taysom Hill from retiring. Like I, I think I think the writing was on the wall that, hey, you know, Saints, it ain't worth my my future for what what you're paying me right now. You know what I mean? But do you really so, you, do you really think Taysom would have retired? Yeah. Yeah. If he wouldn't have got that big deal. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just speculation, right? But yeah, um, I mean, it may, I mean, it makes sense of like why Tyler's all pissed off about how big of a contract it was or bad of a contract well, for the Saints. Is. I mean, it took him what two weeks, two weeks to come back from a concussion, and so every time that happens, it takes a little bit longer, a little, it's a little bit harder to overcome it, right? So right. on and so forth. So he's putting himself out there. You know, and, and getting banged up and, you know, you got all this this information about CTE and all that stuff coming out. And he's like, man, look, you know, yes, I get paid very handsomely to do what I do. But if it's not more, I think I might yeah. take. And he may have just been playing that card. Who knows? That, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. smart. And he, look, he, he's a smart guy, right? Smart, smart guy. And so why wouldn't he have a little bit of leverage? Or if he has that leverage, why wouldn't he throw it out there? But, You're uh, just saying that because he went to BYU. I mean, come on, man. You know, I, I heard they're I heard they're pretty intelligent up there in uh, good old Salt Lake City. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't know. I've never been invited. <laughs> this is why I had to move back because I didn't belong. Well, Carl, go ahead. No, I was no. going to ask you. So last week, um, one of the things that Tyler mentioned with the whole Russell Russell Wilson was that the trade rumors was that the one and only your favorite player. C.D. Deuce would be traded in the deal. And, man, I, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but I wanted to gauge your, uh, gauge your um, I guess, what your uh, reaction is to that. I think that no matter what you do, you have to protect that guy at all costs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, C.D. Deuce or Russell Wilson, what do you do? choose now? C.D. C- C. Deuce. Get out of here. You don't keep C.D. Deuce. I'll give I'll give up I'll give up a lot more just to keep CD Deuce. Okay? Oh no, I, I, I can't believe it. He's a, he's a, he's like a diamond. A diamond in the rough, baby. Yeah. Hey, I look, mean, he's a little rough, but yeah, that's what know, I'm saying. Diamond in the rough. That's that's my boy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Look, like, pro- props to him though, Carl. He like this past game on Monday, he he balled out, man. He uh he he looked good, CD Deuce. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm glad that you were able to look past your own short-sighted uh, <laughs> opinions, you know, and could see it for what it actually was. I, I give props to people who play well. I just don't feel like he's played well in the past. This year is probably by far his best season. 100% agree. 100% agree. Well, I mean, what he was a rookie last year, wasn't he? No. I don't know, but I, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, me, me neither. I'd he, have to look he, it up. He's been better, but I. JB's not wrong in his criticism of him as a cover guy. 
Like he, he's oh my goodness. Bama game's on, sorry. Um Yep, I'm he, watching. He's like he's not wrong in his criticism in that way. I thought what the Saints because the Saints are very limited, obviously, all over the place. And the Saints kept him on the field. Um, they kind of kept like their their um, their nickel and dime personnel on the field, and that way he just right. stayed on, you know, because they were just had, they were so limited at linebacker, and he's such a linebacker type body. But um, I, I, you know, they, they did what they could. But he's man, look, he served. I, I've said this at the beginning. Serves a purpose. JB hated it, but he serves his purpose. He does for what they do. I don't like him as a, the way he acts, but he um, he definitely serves his purpose. And I. I he has his purpose on that defense. He does. He's not Demario Davis, but he serves his purpose on that defense. I think at the end of the day, if you trade him, because he is the guy that if he plays for any of the other 31 teams in the NFL, you fucking can't stand him. And he's going to come back and he's going to bite you in the ass and bite you in the ass and bite you in the ass. You know, he's one of those people that you definitely want on your team and fighting for you and talking that shit. Because he's good at it, you know what I'm saying. So you want so, him? You want him, or you want Russell Wilson? I already asked him that question, <laughs> and he he shows CD does. Oh, I miss I missed that. There's no way you really believe that. He does. Okay, what I said was, I would find all ways around keeping CD Deuce. It's not what I asked. No, no, you, you, you chose CD Deuce over Russell Wilson. Okay, well, that was short-sighted. I would rather the quarterback, but. I would hurt inside a lot, you know. I understand. I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I, I do understand what you're saying. It's almost like I, I hurt inside when you don't come to the podcast in person. Well, I mean, you know, that's how we feel like half the time, Jimmy, for you. <laughs> Carl, I do, I do think that the next time we're all here together, you need to sit as far away from JB as possible because his hands are going to be all over. He's going to be trying to cuddle with you in the booth. I know. He told me when I come back, he's going to French kiss me. <laughs> he did. I, I really did say, he did that. say that. <laughs> when, when did I say that? Last that night, whenever you had a long texted, night. Yeah, yeah you, you texted me last night out the blue. I just yeah. chose not to respond because yeah. I was like. Well, how do you, re- how do you respond to that? I, I don't know. If you even see the text bubbles, you might show up at my house. So I was like, I'm going to just leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do know where you live now. so just uh, I, do, I know. That's a scary. That's a scary thought. Google Maps makes it really easy, man. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I know Turo's got you all messed up. Oh, it does have you messed up, man. I, on, on a different note, guys, just just watching, and I know we, Carl, you said you're watching it too, watching the Bama game. I do want to say this, and I know there's only three minutes left in the second quarter, but JB can back me up on this. I told him before the game, I, I felt like 13 and a half was too much in this game. Um, I know, I know Cincinnati's, you know, mid-major, whatever, but man. Thirteen and a half is a lot of points, and in 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 this game, like I like I don't think Bama's good. They're really good, okay. But Bama struggles up front, and if you've been watching this game, and anybody that's that's going to listen to this podcast, I'm sure they probably watched this game. Cincinnati has gotten an ass load of pressure on Bama. Now they they've blissed a lot, but they've made Bryce Young very uncomfortable. Um, you know, Bama on their first possession, I think they ran it like 10 times and threw once for a touchdown. Um, but they've made some really good adjustments. Bama's defense has actually played better than I thought they would. But, you know, looking forward, and I don't want to look just – I know we'll discuss both of these games a little bit, but I told him before, I said, I felt like 13 and a half in this game was too much. I thought this game would be closer than people thought. I thought Bama would win. And I actually think Michigan's going to beat Georgia. Georgia's a seven and a half point favorite in that game. Um, that's, is, that, that's big. That's, that's a lot. That's rich. That's, that, rich that, too. that's a lot. I could see Georgia being favored. You know, maybe more because the, the SEC part of it. Um, but you know, two and a half, maybe three. Seven and a half is an aggressive line, man. And I'll tell you this: if Michigan in this, like I said, this is looking ahead, and Georgia very well, may, very well may beat Michigan, but. If if Bama plays Michigan with with Michigan's pass rushers, Bama's in trouble, man. Like you saw it when LSU played, and LSU blitzed a bunch. But you saw it in that game. There was a lot of pressure against A and M. There was a lot of pressure. Um, Auburn. There was a lot of pressure on Bryce Young. Bama better figure it out because whoever they play, you know, you know, Georgia's gonna have a much better game plan than they had the last time because Georgia knew they were in the playoff regardless, right? Bama, so, Bama, Bama better better figure it out. 
Well, th- this isn't the the Bama that we've seen. Like, this isn't a Bama team that we've seen in the no. past, right? It's a lot, lot different team. And I think you you may have mentioned that early before. on. Yeah, I man, I was right about something else. <laughs> I, I actually feel like the and we we I mean we all kind of agree with this early. I, I think. Yeah, this is you, one you of the. It, this is one of the more like one of the weaker years in college football. I think, as far as teams go, it's it's very much more wide open. Like I think if there was a year that there was twelve teams, this would be the Should've year for year. it, yep. because I feel like a lot of teams could beat a lot of teams. Like I don't think Bama's that good. Like this is the year for a Power Five to get in to actually have a chance mm, yep. in the game. Now it would help them if they were playing Georgia or Michigan, probably. In the play, play Bama just Bama, because yeah. Bama's Bama and they you know they figure shit out, but college football I think is weak. Like you look at LSU in 2019, to me they would beat the brakes off of both of these teams. Oh yeah, oh 100. Oh, yeah. Like it's but not that's, even. But that's what's and, and I've, I know I've talked about it a few times, and it, it's kind of bled over into the NFL, which the NFL typically has more parity, right? Because they're they're all professionals, but. College football this year was one of the most exciting years. Granted, not for the home team, so it made it a little less interesting, right, for for us personally. But the parity of college football this year has been phenomenal. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, you have Michigan and Cincinnati in the playoffs. Like, that's fucking awesome. And, I mean, I hope – my personal hope is that they both win and, and make it to the championship game. I know that's kind of, you know, far-fetched, but – uh, that's what I would like to see. So you you, you want to see? Yeah, you want to see Cincy and uh, Michigan? I would love to see it. Yeah. I know t- that would that would make Tyler's blood boil. So who, who know, do you, who do you think is actually gonna? Wait wait wait. Who, what what uh, would make my blood boil? Cincy and Michigan. No, I'm pulling for I'm pulling for Michigan and Bama. That that's your. Pre- I was gonna ask you before yeah. you before you ended. That's that, what, that's, that's your I'm, prediction. And, I, and I'm pulling for Michigan to beat Bama. But who do you think? Who do you truly think is gonna win? Bama. So it's Michigan Bama in the final Bama win. Yeah. Carl, what what do you have? I wanna I mean, what do I want? No, no, what, what do you think is gonna happen? I think it's probably gonna be Bama, Georgia, and uh Bama's gonna win it. Yeah, I mean I, I think that's kinda of like the common I I just don't think like God, I, I hate being the creature of the moment, but like Georgia was good all year, but like I Guys, I've said it, a, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've said it to a lot of people. I don't believe Their in quarterback st- play. Yes, Stetson yep. Bennett. Like I've been anti Stetson Bennett all year. Like when you get into playing teams like Bama, who's just explosive, and even Michigan is semi-explosive. Yeah. And Cincinnati, you know, like you, you just have a hard time with a game manager. And like if Kirby Smart doesn't change that, and I could be wrong, Georgia could blow up Michigan tonight and then beat Bama, but. Man, like, people going to be calling – this sounds ridiculous. But, like, you know how the SEC is. Let's say Georgia loses tonight, and then next year they win 10 games. And they don't make the playoff. Dude, he legitimately might be looking for another job. Ooh, really? Dude, no, dude. Like, if you go look at him and Mark Rick's time, like, in the, their same amount of years, Mark Rick won, won more games. And they fired yep. Mark Rick. Yep. Like, and I, I'm not saying he should be. That's not what I'm saying. But, like – you cannot have a game manager. You have right. to have, and Somebody. I know I keep, I keep saying JT Daniels because that's who's there. But like, you gotta have a dynamic quarterback. Joe Burrow's got to be your quarterback. And I know oh, he yeah. was the outlier, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young's well, got to be your quarterback. It's the it's the whole less miles scenario, but for Georgia, right? They, you you get tired of winning nine, ten games a year and not winning it, right? Um, and Sometimes that's for the better, and sometimes that's for the worse, you know. Um, we've had both ends of the spectrum at LSU with Ogeron, right? The single best season in college football history, and then two years of fucking... <laughs> mediocre. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Being mediocre, baby. Shit, you know. <laughs> um, so it, it's it, it's tough. Um, I don't want to see the guy lose his job either. No. But, you know, he, I'm sure like, he gets paid enough. I'm sure he'll bounce back. Yeah, but but it's not um, just that. But it, but it's it's as a program. What is your value? Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, Ogeron won a national championship two years ago. That's great. What is your value as a program? What do you want to be? Right? Because like, well, when whenever Bama hired Saban, it was like, oh, they're paying him that much money. But 
think about the Saban effect on the University of Alabama and how much money that pro, that, that university has made yes, because indeed. of him. Yes. And I'm not saying hiring Brian Kelly or hiring, you know, everybody knows I was a Lincoln Riley advocate. I'm not saying hiring him is going to make you make Nick Saban type money for the university, but like, what is your value? You know? Well, we we kind of talked about it with with Ogeron, and it's like he he bought into his own hype, you know? Yeah. Um, but. Oh right, yeah. More than much other places or much other professions, it's what have you done for me lately? And if you ain't done anything good for me lately, um, or above what you did the year before, then it's a failure. Uh, and that's kind of what happened with Les Miles and what happened with Rick, Mark Rick, and what's potentially going to happen with Kirby Smart. You know? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's tough, man. It, it's competi- competitive. Competitiveness just brings that, right? So when, whenever there's that much money at stake, whenever there's, there's, you know, especially in the SEC, I mean, man, if you don't win – you're going to get fired, right? Like well, it's right. Simple so fact. The question you have to winning. ask you. That's the thing. He's like, he's winning. But now, you know? not winning, not winning the big boys, right? I think that well, that's the and, that's and, my definition and, of winning. And this is this is what you got to look at, okay? And I, I don't mean this as disrespect, but do you want to be Iowa? Do you want to win eight games? You you can mean it as disrespect. It's no, okay. no, it's it's <laughs> legitimate. Do you want to be Iowa? Right? Do you want to be? Um, Oklahoma, who wins 10, 11 games but loses in the playoff, do you want to be – like, not, no one's going to be what Bama's doing right now. That's the outlier. That is not normal. And right, that right. they're obviously they're – honestly, the problem with college football because they've set the standards so everyone mm. thinks they can be them. That's not the case. Right. But do you strive to be them or do you strive to be – the next, Do you want to be Kentucky and win 10 games once every 10 years and, you know, dump – Stuff on your coach's head because you won the the cure bowl. You know what I'm like? Is that is that a thing? The cure bowl? I don't. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. You, you gotta look at as a university, as a as an athletic program, as a football program. What do you want to be? Yep. And the SEC generally, the schools there want to be big dogs. Yeah. So you gotta act like big dogs. Be a big and boy. sometimes you fire your CEO when they're not quite. Reaching expectations, they might have have lifted lifted your company or lifted your university up a little bit, right. but they are they continuously doing it to the level you want them to do it. Right, and right. that that's that's the difference. Yep. Like I, it sounds stupid, but no, no. I, I mean it, it. But that is, I mean, when you think about business, I mean that if the goal keep the goal, the goal, right? Like here's the goal. The goal is to win national championships, multiples, and if you're not getting there, I mean, you got to change the formulation, right? Yeah. Uh, the definition of uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, so I, I get it. it and, but here, you know, bringing this all the way back, people complain about coaches getting paid so much in college football. This is why they get paid so much. Yeah, because there's so much at stake. And if they don't win the big games, they get their ass fired. You know. So yeah. I, I get, I get the you know criticism on it, but. I, I disagree with most people saying that they're overpaid because the amount of work and I mean you you being a coach know not the like amount, these guys I don't work like no, these I mean guys. I know you don't work like those, but still like you know a little bit of the work that goes into it they also have like 50 assistants that they get to lean on too you know? yeah and and you also look at like what happened to Manny Diaz at Miami and I don't even know if we ever discussed that I can't remember I don't think we did but like he was actively still recruiting for the University of Miami, and they were trying to hire his replacement. <laughs> and they gave his replacement to like a Monday to decide if he was going to take the job. Right. And he still kept recruiting. Now he called his dogs off, and it's not, you know, but whatever. But like, that's why coaches should try to go make as much money as they can. Yeah, I agree. When they can, and it's like, well, I can't believe a university is paying. Okay, do you, once again, do you want to win or do you not? And coaches are going to continue to to keep up in their price. And they're stupid if they don't. They're stupid because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when a university has no use for them anymore, they're going to just push them aside. (laughs) So get your money. That's right. Get it. Get your money. Speaking of – I think that – let me interject something real quick. The biggest pushback is always because most of them are tied to public universities. Uh, And so most people see that as the university spending money – even though all of these universities have athletic foundations that all this money comes through and that's where the profits go, right? Right. So they look at, let's just say LSU, for instance, 
and you know the library's crumbling but we just paid our coach ten million nine and a half million dollars you know what i mean so that's where a lot of the pushback comes not necessarily that they're overpaid for the job that they they do but in comparison to the university that they represent which is supposed to be a, a learning you know environment uh, yeah. that kind of stuff most of them are state funded. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's but. been LSU. He knows. <laughs> How much did you learn, Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, can I, tell it's, I can tell it's not much. Just, I, I talk to you every week. Hold on. I, I, I do want to say this. Okay, so I went to LSU. I left. I went to Nichols. It was more for professional reasons. But let me just say this. Carl's taking a shot at LSU's education. He and JB went to the same fine institution, and JB cannot add or spell. So I would maybe back off of the shot you're taking at LSU. Wait, you're you're, – No, hold on, Carl. He's deflecting a shot by throwing me under the bus and not you. I'm like, like, wait, where's Carl in, in, in all this? That, that was not a shot. That is like legitimate. I know. I I, I don't take shots. I know. <laughs> no, that was not a shot. Because uh, I have no um, no comment on LSU's educational process. It was more the the infrastructure is crumbling over there, and we're paying our coach nine and a half million. It don't have nothing to do know? with the university. Hey, hey look, we. No, look. I know, but that's where a lot of. The- the pushback and the flat comes from yeah. with coach salaries. I, I, I get I get that, but also like when you I think don't. about when you think about bit businesses, like um, you know, we, we have some really high performing gems and some of some of our gems are not not super high performing, right? So are we gonna you know Is that why you're never here? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> gotta go put in some work. So the the idea like just think of any business, like are you gonna if one business is doing really well, are you gonna sacrifice that business to take care of the one that's not doing well? So for instance like the library doesn't make any money. Right for for LSU, the athletic program, football program does. So you're gonna take the money from the athletic football program and give it to the library. I mean, maybe in special circumstances, but no, it's separate. It's no. different because they need no, to, they but, need to survive but, on their own. But because Johnny not, jo- Johnny Money, I'm, who's donating the money, is saying, "I want that money for LSU football. I don't want it for the library." Right. So you, would you gonna tell Johnny Johnny Money? No, I don't want your money though, because you're not giving it to the library. <laughs> right. No, kick right. rocks. Right. No, let him no, give his money no. what he wants. Don't misconstrue my comments. By I am. That that, no, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying twi- I'm, I'm, twi- I'm trying to twist. I'm joking. We're all. We're just messing with you. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, you're all fucked up on all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speak, speaking of fucked up, have you got? Uh, what do you guys think about the LSU and uh, versus Auburn basketball game? <laughs> what a great transition that one was, right? I was about to get into that. Go ahead, Carl. <laughs> I didn't start a fucking game eighteen to one. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. How do you come out of the gates and you don't score your first field goal in 10 fucking minutes? So, what happens you is know, you, 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 you miss your game. shots. You miss your shots. <laughs> the ball doesn't go into the hoop. That's how it happens. What an asshole. What an asshole comment. Uh, yes, I, I understand that. But you're telling me that at that level of play, that these motherfuckers can't make one field goal in 10 minutes? They didn't, no. <laughs> I know that. He's did. still being an asshole, Carl, if you didn't notice. I, I know. I'm, I'm used to it by now. Well, if you were here, you know. <laughs> I would love to be there. But, you know, because uh, I might slap y'all both across the head. <laughs> <laughs> love you too, Carl. No, yeah, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, from my perspective, this, honestly, I got to throw, my, throw myself under the bus. First LSU game I've watched all year, right? I know. And, 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 and they lose. No, but hey, I've been cheering for them because I've been living vicariously through you guys. Um, yeah, it, it, it was it was tough. I think to watch the very beginning, it was a little upsetting. It, there was so much hype. I feel like for this game, but if there was something to, to and Tyler, I know you got more to talk about this, but my one big comment on on this is that they got close, right? I think they were six uh, six points away uh, from cl- that gap. And uh, they play their ass off to catch up, right? And obviously, we, we can see it's defense that that they lean on, uh, considering the score of the game. So I I appreciate their their drive, and I don't know who that what number he was, but he's like a little short shorter guy. Uh, I think. Um, point, oh, it is. Yeah, he came he came out towards the end. He just started taking it, drive, driving it to the rim. So I appreciate I appreciate what he did. He I think he ended up following out if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Pinson. Yeah, Pinson. He. he he was not nearly as aggressive at the beginning, and he became more aggressive. I think kind of changed the tide there. 
I mean, if there's anything that I can say as a kudos, it's their fight back uh, yeah. because they could have easily just rolled over in that game um, with the way that they started. Um, you know, it the ending was probably a lot. It looked a lot worse as far as the final score than what it actually was because they did fight their ass off. It was very ugly, kind of messy game. A lot of um, pickball turnovers. Um, the guy Kessler on Auburn's team had 10 blocks, I believe. You know, so just a really good defensive game, I guess. Um, but definitely leaves you wanting more. Um, I think they'll figure it out. You know, I do see what you've been talking about, though, Tyler, and that they're really not one of the most uh, overperforming or athletic teams or talented teams that Will Wade's ever had. But they fight. They fight hard, you know. Uh, they just have to figure out a way to come out of the gates not stumbling. So, so for me um... – you know, y'all call me an asshole and you know, tell me I'm negative and whatever. <clears throat> I mean, you, you are. That's true. I actually, <laughs> like, I felt really good about him after that game. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of mentioned a week or so ago, I don't remember, a couple weeks ago, like, they they struggle um, offensively. They You know, they've obviously started slow for a bit now. We know that. Um, they're not a great shooting team, and they're not going to be, Okay. Um, offensively, they're they're not as strong as some of Will Wade's other teams. I know that I know they scored 95 last week, and you know they scored some some um, you know a lot of points in some games. But defensively, man, like this is the best defensive team he's got. Um, he said something out of the game, and to me, strong words coming from him because he always finds something to bitch about. Um, they're made with the right stuff, and man, like there's no there's no better compliment for a player from their coach after our loss. Than that, and, and what he meant was is that they were down 18 to one, and it was tough. It was tough to see at first, but man, they scratched, they clawed, they found their way back into the game, and they had a couple opportunities. If you look late in the first half, they were down six, and had the ball and turned it over, and then it went from six to 11 right before the half, like quick. That changes things a lot. That's five points. That changes a lot. And then there was another chance late in the game, like not late, like maybe eight minutes, seven minutes, something like that, left in the game. Remember I had told you all in the text, I was like, if LSU can get it down to six at the eight-minute mark, they're okay. And I think it was like it might have been – No, I'm sorry. I said it was – if they got down by eight at the six, at the eight-minute mark, they were okay. And then it was at the seven-minute mark, and they were down six, I'm pretty sure. And they were down six, and they had the ball. And they turned it over, and then yeah. from there went to ten, and they never could recover. And it, the, the, their their problems were, you know, offensively they couldn't get it going. Um, they had some bad possessions. They had some foul trouble. I thought the officiating was god awful, and and it wasn't just against LSU. I thought it was just bad in general. Um, you know, one thing Will Wade said was that he felt like uh, the 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 discipline of. of the, the team was not good. And, and what he was talking about was going in the lane. Um, he talked about when they went up with one foot, how many blocks was it Kessler had. When they went up with, with two feet, um, they drew a foul. You know, like he was really disappointed in their approach to, to the big guy in the lane. Look, guys, like I still feel really good about that team. That's a really tough environment to go in. And I feel like it only makes them better. The only thing I wish is that Murray could have played and that one would have made him better and he could have got some experience there. Let's not forget last year, really nobody really played in arenas with fans. So for a lot of these guys, they're playing for their first time in an arena with fans. And Auburn's about as tough as an environment as it gets because it's about the size of corner ball right here. It's tiny. <laughs> and the fans are on top of you, which, by the way, that's what a lot of people think they should do with the PMAC um, as far as their layout. You know, but that, that's, that's something we can talk about later. But um, – you know, my attention turns towards Kentucky on Tuesday and then Tennessee on Saturday. I, guys, I think that's two games they can win against two quality opponents, both at home. Um, I would love if I can make both. I don't think I'm going to be able to make either one of them. Um, but what's crazy is that, like, tickets are still dirt cheap, which makes no sense to me. Like, that's a that's a quality basketball team. LSU is a, is a good basketball team. And – 
I'm not saying they're going to win the conference. I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship. But, man, their grit and, like, the, the toughness they play with, I think it's something they've been lacking for the past couple of years. Like, they've won a lot of games over the past couple of years, especially in conference. So any idiot who's saying they're going to be, you know, just another normal 500-year in conference is an idiot. They've, they've won more conference games over the last however many years than anybody. But, like, I think they have a real chance to make a real push in the postseason because of what they're made of. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll get in conference and they'll have a shitty, you know, conference record and won't even make the con- – I, I, the, the, um, the NCAA tournament, I just find it hard to believe. Like, something seems different about them. And, you know, the Sharif O'Neal tweeted out yesterday, he's cleared as Shaq's son. Mm-hmm. He's yep. cleared. Um, they played the freshman um, – I'm drawing a blank. I cannot think of his name just because we're talking about it. Dude, they could be going 10 deep. Like ten dudes deep, that that's nice. huge. Yeah, nice. When you get into the nut cutting time of the conference coming up, because of just what it brings, you know, because guys get hurt, you got COVID, you got um, just fresh legs, whatever. Like, I I feel okay about this team going forward. I really do. But but you know, I, you know what? Like we we talk about it and like. Kudos to Will Wade for getting us to talk about men's basketball. But hot damn. How about Kim Mulkey? What in the shit? They won nine games last year. They go on the road. They win at Georgia yesterday. They were up 14 in the third quarter. Blew the lead. Who gives a shit? Comes back. They hit a couple threes. They end up winning on the road at Georgia. Look, this is not going to be the best team she's had at LSU. Okay, we talked about that early on, but shit. It's a foundation, baby. Bro, how upon. fast is this happening? Like, she's the good. Now, nah, she's not the GOAT in women's basketball. I mean, that's Pat Summit and Jenna Emma. But, man, she's on Mount Rushmore, right? Like, she's up there. And, like, the job she's doing already. She's got us talking about women's basketball. <laughs> would that's su- what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, man. And what sucks is they play at home Sunday. That's that's a tough day. Like I would love to go to a game, but it's gonna be like real cold on Sunday, and my ass ain't driving to Baton Rouge. You know what I mean? But she's like I I said I said this last week or I said it however long ago. Like like she's winning a natty at LSU. Like it's happening. How, how many years? How many as, years until? As, well, that, and that's the thing. I think you know it'll be a few years. I'd say. I don't but, know, man. Like not this year. Like. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five or within, and that, that's saying a lot, dude. That is a lot. When you're rebuilding a program, because let's face it, she was rebuilding a program. Hundred percent. Like, you know, whenever I first took over, like I was, you know, because I thought I was gonna, you know, win national, you know, be, be nationally ranked as a, you know, as a baseball team when I took over at 25. Of course. Like I was like, yeah, within five years, you know, and then whatever. They're like, I don't think people understand how hard that is, and in college it's a little bit different because you can recruit, but man, like. I'm a firm believer. Five years are inside. Like, and, and if she don't, then she, then it's okay. Like she, what she has done. They had like seven thousand people at their game last week, again, and like against Samford. It makes it that much more impressive. It's that yeah. It speaks. It speaks to her level of coaching that she was able to take this team. And even so far, like we're we're not even into the season all that much, but even so far and make what she has already out of it is absolutely astounding. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you because got the tra- not, transfer portal too, you know? Right. And it's not like she hadn't had time to recruit and build her players and depth and all that stuff. She took what she had. She brought some in. But, you know, it's it just makes it that much more impressive. And like you said, the fact that we're talking about LSU basketball, both men's and women's, speaks volumes to both of the head coaches that we have of those programs. We are very fortunate and more fortunate than we've been in a long, long time. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And look, just real quick, because I know we need to wrap this up, something we can talk about next week is it's not even worth mentioning right now. LSU plays their bowl game on Tuesday against K-State. Any quick predictions, JB? Oh, gosh, you put me first. And uh, I did just see Ty Davis-Price declare for the NFL draft, and he's not playing in the bowl game. I'm going uh, 28-21 LSU. Okay. J- uh, Carl? I'm going to go 14-17 uh, 
10, LSU. So I actually don't think this game's going to happen. I think something. I think COVID, something's going to stop this game from happening. So you're doing no prediction? No, I am going to do a prediction. But if the game happens, if the game happens, I think LSU loses um, something in the in the mindset of 24 to 10, maybe. 20, 24 to 9. LSU has no quarterback. Um, I, we have not heard anything on Nussmeyer. I don't. That makes me assume he's not going to be able to play. You're probably looking at a walk-on or John Trey Kirkland, who is a senior wide receiver who played quarterback at Lutcher. Um, and LSU has a ton of guys opting out. Um, they're talking about them having as few as 50 scholarship players. We, we need to talk about this next pod, podcast, the bullshit of all the people opting out. I think that would be a great time for it because it would be after all the bowl games and we can really get a, a better idea of it. Speaking um, of the issue with America, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, that would be a great rant because I have some things to say about that as well. But um, I hate you, Carl. <laughs> but but so I think that um, that would be something good for us to talk about next week as well. It's just not worth talking about right yeah. now. No, but the two things I do want to say, who that and boot up, baby. Boot up, baby. Boot Carl, you want to you wanna close this out, man? Yeah, look, guys, uh, I enjoyed it about as much as I can not being there. Uh, you know, hopefully – Hopefully next week. When are you coming back, JB? Are you gonna be uh, in town for next week? Yeah. Yep. I'll be I'll be in town. I'll be back uh, okay. Saturday night or Sunday. First thing Sunday. Perfect. Uh, January fifth is my birthday, so we'll have to throw down extra hard. You know. Nobody cares. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys. I enjoyed the hell out of it. This has been episode twenty-six of Drunk on a Bucket. Thanks for being here with us. We'll see you again next week. Boot up. Boot up, baby.